Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, goes to go. And bought a bottle on TuneIn. iTunes, radio loyalty. Stitcher, and of course, the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic, fantastic app. We've got a great show today. We're going to be talking with um, Jesse Reed, who is a uh, great musician. We'll be talking to him as well. And uh, Joey Dweck is our featured guest today. But before we get things going, we want to bring in our regular correspondent, the good doctor, Dr. Jack Caravelli. And uh, Dr. Jack, there is a lot going on, as there always is, always seems to be with the uh, the the whole presidential uh, situation, the election, all sorts of different things. First of all, what do you make of the, I guess, reboot is, is what some of the uh, the liberal media is referring to it as, um, this, this reboot of Donald Trump? It seemed like... Donald Trump captivated everybody with his, you know, brash and bravado, and he went out there and he said things that needed to be said. He 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 said a lot of the different things that people were wanting wanting to know. He was talking about, you know, vaccines. He was talking about the the twenty one pages from the nine eleven report that the the United States government will not let us see. He was he was talking about the fact that jobs are going overseas and that there's nothing here. You know, the U.S. gets nothing out of it. He, he, he bashes TPP. He, he, he does all the things, and then he kind of, I, I guess, sobered up or something with, 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 the, uh, with the folks, uh, and, he, and he tried to run a presidential campaign. And now he's got people in there. There's a rumor that Roger Ailes is kind of helping him with some things. He, he's, got, he's got a few new people helping him out, and it's turning into getting Donald Trump back to being Donald Trump. What do you think about all this, Doctor? Yes. Um, you know, I, I think there's two things going on here. First is, you know, there are really, for, for both political parties, actually two elections. The, the first, of course, is the entire and very long primary season, uh, you know, through which, of course, emerged uh, Hillary Clinton on the Democratic Party and yep. Donald Trump for the Republicans. And, you know, in that campaigning and the, the rules of the game that are established by both political parties to get to the point where they nominate, you know, their individuals, you know, that long, hard process is one that appeals to the party faithful, Democrat or Republican. And and Trump did that, you know, as he's pointed out so often, uh, he did it beautifully and brilliantly. Uh, you know, he won a lot of votes. He obviously won uh, the nomination. But there's also a, a second election, and of course, you know, that's the general election, the national election. And in the national election, you know, you, you, you've got to begin, no matter if you're conservative or, or liberal, you know, you've got to begin to position yourself uh, as a 
more marketable and, and more widely appealing candidate. So I, I think there are obviously those in the Republican Party that, that feel that Trump needs to find sort of a broader appeal base, which is probably very, very true, if you believe the political polling, which, which is certainly fallible, as, as you and I both know. Um, you know, I, I am not sure that he's going to be, you know, quite the different candidate that some might want or think he should be. You know, we've just seen uh, James uh, that, uh, you know, he's brought in a new uh, campaign director. Uh, I think it's uh, Michael Bannon. Uh, yes. Who is, yeah, very conservative. Uh, worked, uh, of course, senior position at Breitbart. Uh, you know, he's supported Trump a long time. The, the other thing that's gone on that has received some but not a lot of media attention has been that this Paul Manafort, uh, who has been serving as the campaign chair for the Trump committee, Paul Manafort seems to have, and we don't have all the information yet, may have some fairly serious trouble regarding the allegation, and that's all it is right now, that he may have taken or been responsible for taking large payments from a pro-Russian Ukrainian political group. Uh, you know, what, what Trump, and again, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but if I'm Donald Trump and the days are counting down to the early November election, we're, we're getting near September now, you know, you've got to start thinking the only thing that matters, and this has been coming out uh, from people like Sean Hannity on Fox, only thing that matters is telling your story, making your case of what you want to do if elected president, and criticizing, uh, and there's plenty to criticize, Hillary Clinton. Everything else is a sideshow. So if some of this business about the Bannon and Manafort are true, that's, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, if you're Trump, you've got to start thinking selfishly that I've got only so many days to tell the story, to criticize my opponent, to broaden my appeal, and every day that he doesn't do that is a wasted day. You're you're completely correct there, my friend. We've got Dr. Jack Caramelli with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, coast to coast, border to border, on iHeartRadio, as well as TuneIn. And uh, the good doctor joins us each and every week around this time. Um, the one one of the big stories that's hit the Drudge Report here within the last couple hours here is the Obama administration basically admitted that the the Iran cash was ransom, and they've apparently done it on video. I have I've, I've just seen this come across the Drudge Report. Um, the U.S. pays four hundred million payment was uh, contingent on the release of prisoners. Um, what what do you make of this? Because a, a, a lot of a lot of folks are going to throw a giant fit about this and and talk about how you know what, U.S. doesn't negotiate with terrorists and all these things, which we have a history of negotiating with terrorists. We have a history of of paying ransom to countries on things. I remember back in the day when they used to say, "Well, we don't assassinate heads of state," and it's like. That's what the CIA was for, I thought. <laughs> I, I would never acknowledge that. <laughs> you know my <laughs> That's right. So, so the, the, the issue here is that 
I, I guess what I want to get from your perspective on this is the fact that the last couple of days that they've established and they've said, well, we didn't give them the money until the hostages were out. Um, a lot of a lot of the 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 radical right wing websites have been like, well, they just gave him money, and then they release the hostages, and it's like, what do you think ransom is? <laughs> So, give, give, give me your thoughts on this as, as, as far as, you know, is, is this a big deal or is this not a big deal? Well, James, um, I think it's a, it's a big deal in one sense to me. It's a big yeah. deal in that, you know, you know, whenever possible, and again, there may be some reasons for exceptions, but I don't think this was one. Yeah. Whenever possible, the, the government should not lie to the people. Yes. You know, I, you know, having yes, and I say that having worked both in the intelligence community and and for four years in a White House. Yes. Uh, you know, Very much I've so. Seen, you know, I've seen the games. I know the games, and I am not at all surprised that you know this administration, particularly, uh, you know, lied about this. I'm not at all surprised because you know, number one, we know this is what they've done repeatedly, mm-hmm. uh, and number two. Uh, there was obviously probably, you know, to be quite honest and realistic about it, there's probably no government, no administration, you know, that would have ever at least admitted openly that it tied, you know, the payments to the release of the hostages. Just yes. Just for the reason that you cited. So, you know, I, I deplore the fact that we, we don't, you know, elect, you know, presidents, you know, that can find honesty with a flashlight. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I, I guess the cynical part of me, acknowledges that, you know, that probably would have been the same case with almost any other administration, Democratic or Republican. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, iHeartRadio as well. And uh, Dr. Jack, that there has been a lot of talk this last week about Hillary Clinton and her uh, situation with her health. Um, a lot of folks want these can't want want these records released. Um, what 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 do you make of uh, this? Is 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 this just political fodder for 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 the websites and for talk radio or is there something seriously going on with this woman health wise well, you know I, I i guess the only fair answer james is you know we really don't know for the reason you just mentioned yeah that you know we we don't know a lot about her medical history you know what you and i have discussed before i i, I think is about the most concrete thing i can say simply is that you know the, the stresses and strains first, as we were talking a moment ago, of a very long electoral campaign, mm-hmm. followed by, you know, potentially four or even eight years, of course, in office, you know, a, a man or a woman, uh, you know, who's around 70 years of age, you know, that, that's not easy. Uh, no. And, and I suspect, you know, on, on top of all the other stresses in her life, being, being married to Big Bill, uh, <laughs> probably adds to the, the, the physical and emotional strains as well. Yeah. It's, it's obviously not an easy marriage. You no. Know, my, you know, my, and again, I say this with no, you know, particular insight or, or medical training, yeah. is that if she is elected, uh, you know, two, three, four years from now, you know, uh, and I wish her good health, but, you know, two, three, four years from now, with, again, all the stresses and strains of 
of, of this uh, of this country, if it's problems, uh, it's problems overseas. You know, she will be uh, a, a battered and you know beaten woman uh, almost certainly. Yeah. Uh, because you you can see in her from time to time, if you look at photos, different times of her life and and, and incidents involving it, you, you can see the stresses and strains. Now she did a an awful lot of you know incredibly intense work as Secretary of State with enormous amount of travel. She seemed to get through that you know pretty well. But you know does that show that she's really tough, or does it does it add to you know the notion that that she's had an, an awful lot of years and years of stress and strain in her life, and when you're 70 years old, you know that's something that you don't particularly want to do. So, yes. You, you know, I, I mean, do I think that tomorrow she's going to, you know, break break down? No, I don't. Uh, do, do I think that there's an accumulated toll on people that age, no matter what they're doing, uh, and something like this is probably as stressful as it gets? Yeah, you know, I, I think we will, again, if she's elected, look back in, you know, two, three years and compare even photos of her today to, to that time, and, you know, we will see that, you know, she is, you know, there's only so much any human can endure, male or female, yep. uh, and, and she is about, to, perhaps, to subject herself to an awful lot of it. So, you know, the, uh, the these charges and accusations or allegations uh, may be premature, but I'm, I'm not sure that they're wrong. Yeah. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone, and... Uh, he joins us live 13 minutes after the hour, and uh, Joey Dweck coming up with us here in a few moments. And um, Dr. Jack, one more topic that I uh, <laughs> that I want to get into here with you is uh, uh, something that we don't really talk about a lot on this program, but because uh, uh, it, it just it it's it stays out of the uh, you know it stays out of the headlines, but this. Uh, this Gitmo situation, um, that there is a lot going on um, down there. What, 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 what do you make of uh, Gitmo? I know that um, Obama said that he was going to close it. That was one of his main goals. He wanted to close, wanted to close it, wanted to wanted to move on from it. Um, Fifteen Guantanamo Bay inmates have been transferred, bringing the population of the detention center to sixty-one. The Pentagon announced this Monday the 15 detainees who were transferred to the United Arab Emirates were part of a group of two dozen cleared detainees expected to be released this summer. Six of the 15 were unanimously cleared for transfer. The other nine were cleared by a uh, consensus of six departments and agencies that make up a a periodic review board. What do you make of this whole thing? Because President Obama, he, he, he basically is really wanting to get this thing closed before he leaves office. Is that going to take place, in your opinion? Yeah, the um, well, you're right. Um, Obama, at the start of his administration, ma- made this promise, and of course, as you were saying, uh, you know, it hasn't unfolded. Uh, you know, a couple things. Number one, you know, we know for certainty that some percentage, uh, you know, maybe somewhere around 15 to 30 percent of the prisoners already released from Gitmo, you know, are are now back and you know, fighting the United States in various ways in various countries. Uh, you know, Gitmo was to me a actually a pretty good solution and i don't yeah. you know I, I don't know why he would have wanted to have closed it in the first place uh you know it, it kept potential terrorists from our shores although i think we could have put them in maximum security and 
made their lives absolutely miserable. The <laughs> other thing is, for some reason, the military, uh, our military, n never found a, a a good way to carry out the legal um, uh, process of adjudicating, you know, you know what, what these guys are all about. Yes. Uh, you know, Obama's obviously at the end of his term. Uh, he wants to say he fulfilled the promise. Uh, he wants to say he never... Uh, paid ransom for prisoners. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's trying to clean the decks, uh, I, I think, James. But, you know, I, I, I think he, as, as in so many of these foreign policy issues, uh, you know, he had the wrong emphasis in the wrong way. And, uh, you know, for my money, if, you know, the, the remainder of these guys spend the, you know, their days at Gitmo and uh, are, are not transferred and don't have a chance to go out and kill American soldiers or, or citizens, I'm perfectly happy with that. Uh, you know, one of the underlying issues here is, you know, you know, what does it mean to be an enemy combatant? Do you have to be wearing a uniform and carrying a gun, or, or you know, are you a terrorist? Uh, you know, who says he wants to, you know, b blow up a shopping mall? Yeah. Uh, so, as a nation, you know, we 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 think we play by the. Marcus of Queensbury rules, uh, <laughs> but, but the yes. doesn't work like that. No. You know, and this administration has really struggled with it. I think they've been mostly wrong, uh, and it would be really interesting with Clinton or Trump to see if, you know, there's a real different approach taken. The other thing I would conclude here is, you know, with both Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta and Secretary of Defense Chuck Hagel, who both worked for Obama, it's quite clear, looking through the um, uh, looking through the record, yes. that both of them were very wary about releasing prisoners from Gitmo. Uh, and, and I also, James, tried to you know write a little bit about this in my book, the you know the age of hatred. Oh yes. So, you know, I'm in I'm in good stead with the two secretaries of defense. Well, uh, it it is always a, a good chat with our good friend Dr. Jack Caravelli and uh, Doctor. I look forward to uh, talking to you next week. If uh, if if you want to pick up the Doctor's book, it's available on Amazon. The Age of Hatred. It is a uh, fantastic, fantastic book. Thank you, sir, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, my James, friend. Thanks for this, and uh, have a good week. Definitely. We'll talk to you soon. Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today, and uh, we're going to take a quick timeout. And when we come back, we are... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.